Right? Come on. How many enjoyed that extra hour? Did you like that? Well, I like that. I like that. Especially this morning. I got. I used to get here at dark, and it was light. I like that. I ain't crazy about it getting dark early, but anyway, I'm going to appreciate it today. Amen? Get an extra hour. Let's go to the message this morning. We're in a series called Be Believable. Say that out loud with me. Be Believable. The church is like people going to get a lottery ticket. They're trying to get a winner, man. They go to that gas station and they, man, that lottery, they want to win, man. But I feel like that's how the church is. I mean, people, people are looking at us. But there's so much of us, so many of us who are unbelievable. And we're certainly not winners. And they're looking for winners. The world is looking for winners. And we need to be winners. You hear me, yes or no? I need to be a winner for Christ. My life ought to win for Christ. People ought to be able to look at my life and say, he's believable. Now that's a winner right there. Y'all catch my drift or not today? Okay? The church has bitten the line like, you know, it doesn't really matter anymore just if you participate. The world needs more than us just to participate in church. In our Christian life, they need some people that are winning, that are believable, that are the real deal. You hear me or not? Are we cool? So been a series called Be Believable. The world deserves that out of the church. They deserve out of us to not be liars, to not make up crap in church. If you give your money, you're going to get your miracle. Lie! It's a lie! Doesn't matter what you believe, it's a lie. It's not the truth. It's not God's word. Okay? We need to be believable people. You hear me or not? There's people like Gary Clark and Ann Clark Riley, my mother, who are drunk, who are bad people, who need hope. And we need to be a place that can save families like my family. You hear me, yes or no? Not going to take us, not going to take our money. It's the way it is. We don't worship the church. We worship Jesus Christ. Okay? And we need to be that kind of church. Y'all cool? We didn't start 20 years ago to build a country club. I like country clubs. I like hitting the ball. I like hitting the golf ball. Okay? I like nice stuff. I like when we do something, we build it nice. I like the yard, the grounds. I like things kept nice. This is God's house. But we didn't do all this to get to a place where we now are just going to participate. We want to be winners. I want when people think of Fellowship Church in Inglewood, business people. I want them to think of us. This is a winning team right here at Fellowship Church. I want lost people to think that way about me. When I walk through town, I say, that's that guy at Pastor's Fellowship Church. They built that thing debt free. He doesn't take people for a ride. He doesn't lie to people like a dog. I want them to think about us like that. You hear me? Am I, am I off base here? I want to be believable. Okay? And this series has been a lot. It's been about the Apostle Paul. And we're going to finish today. Maybe I'll go another week, but we'll see. Be believable. Be believable. What's the title of the message today? A real winner. Say that out loud. A real what? Good, I like that. Thank you. A real winner. 
I mean, it's our world today is like, if you talk about winning anymore, it's like, that's a bad person. He wants to win. We're so screwed up. Are we screwed up or not? I mean, you, 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 we don't spend that time at Lemon Bay High School in the sports so that we can just say, well, you know, it don't matter. You just participated. Charlie, we don't want that, do we? Now, Charlie's our trainer. How many years? 25 or 30? 29 years. Trainer at Lemon Bay High School from Inglewood Hospital. Praise the Lord. Now, you don't want them getting out there playing. They can play hurt as long as it ain't going to hurt them, Right? But if it's going to be an issue where they're hurt, they're not playing, are they? So winning don't matter that much to us, does it? To take our body and to do permanent damage. We don't believe in that, do we? But if you can play hurt, it's not going to hurt you. You get out there and get in shape and do the best you can. Do we want our teams to win? We want to win. Well, why, why don't we want that out of the church? Say, I want that for our, for our church. And we have been that. I don't want to be a church that, you know, we sit here with our roof half blown off because people don't want to give. That's not this church. We're a church that steps up to the plate that says, you kidding me? We're going to knock a snot out of this. Yes or no, amen. And that's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on, man. Thank the Lord. Come on. Now, that, that's just one little thing, that, that roof thing. The biggest thing, though, is your life and my life. Are they following winners? Can we win people to Christ? Isn't that what we used to call it? Say, winning souls to Christ. What does that mean, winning souls to Christ? Well, it sounds like to me that you're believable, and then you get somebody else to believe in the same Jesus you believe in. That's called winning a person to Christ. Amen? But we need to be believable. Amen. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. A real winner. A real winner. Now, this ain't a long message. I'm the only reason they get long. Okay? Here we go. Listen to the old man Paul. He's old now. This series has been about him. About being believable. Listen to him. I'm now ready to be offered the time of my departure. My death is at hand. Say this verse with me. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Say that one more time. A great scripture to memorize, especially if you want to be a winner. Say it with me. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. So let's talk about being a real winner. Let's talk about being a real winner. And we're going to take that last verse, and that's going to be our outline on being a real winner. So how do I become a real winner, a believable Christian, somebody who's worth following? How do I become that person? Okay, what does that look like? Pop it up, Raj. First of all, here's what you do. Here's how you do it. Say it out loud. Number one, if you want to be a real winner, say it out loud. Keep the faith. One more time. Louder now. Keep the faith. One more time. Keep the faith. Now it says, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. Now that was last down here, but it needs to be first. It needs to be first if you're going to be a winner. For Jesus Christ, you must keep the faith. 
I'm amazed at how many people don't keep the faith. Paul said, you did run well. You did run well. What hindered you? People need to see Christians that are solid. Well, I used to go to church back when, you know, whatever. What happened to consistency? It's funny how we'll point the finger towards Washington, but we're pathetic. That doesn't mean Washington ain't pathetic. But look at us. Look at us. Are we consistent? Are we keeping the faith? Let's talk about it. Now remember, Saul. We've been doing this series on Paul, but his name was Saul. He was breathing threatenings out, slaughter against Christians, against the disciples of the Lord. You remember we did this? He went to the high priest and desired to him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, that's what Christians were called early. They were called people of the way. Christians were called people of the way. Jesus said he was what? The way, the truth, and the life. So he said, if I find any following this Jesus, men or women, I'm going to tie them up, put them in shackles. I'm going to bring them down to Jerusalem. And in some cases, if I have to, I'll kill them. This is who this man was. This was who he was. Because he was what? He was what? That's what the church is today. A lot of church today is religious. It's religion. Religion's not believable. If your wagon's not hooked to Jesus, don't be surprised if you don't go off a cliff. Religion. Paul was religious. Paul's saying, that's not what keep the faith is. I was that. I was that before I knew Jesus. The world needs people that know Jesus and that's living for Jesus. Here's Paul. He says, though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinks that he has whereof, that he might trust in the flesh, I am more. Listen to him. He said, you talk about religious. I circumcised the eighth day. I was of the stock of Israel. I was of the tribe of Benjamin. I was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. As touching the law, the first five books of the Old Testament, man, nobody knew it better than me. I was a Pharisee. Concerning zeal, working for the church, working for my religion, pers- I persecuted the church, man. That's what I did. I was, one of, I was one of my religious team's hit men. Touching righteousness in the law, I was blameless. I mean, I went after Christians. You look at my life, and I was almost perfect, Paul says. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Now, what am I trying to get across to you? Keep pushing me, buddy. Okay? Thank you. Paul wasn't saved. Paul was a religious man. Keeping the faith is not keeping your religion. Did you all hear me? Say that out loud. Keeping the faith is not keeping your... Can you say it again? Keeping the faith is not keeping your... A lot of people keep their religion. A lot of people won't come here because they're Catholic or they're Baptist or they're this or they're that. Listen, guys, we're a church that believes in Jesus Christ and believes in, and, and loves Jesus Christ and loves people. If you love Jesus and you love people, why in the world won't you come here? Makes no sense to me. You hear me or not? We put religion above the gospel, above the word of God. That's crazy. Amen. Say I'd have zero problem, honestly. You give me a Catholic guy that's preaching the gospel, that's preaching the word of God, that loves Jesus Christ, I'd have zero problem going hearing him. 
Do you hear me or not? Okay. Yes. Paul said, I was religious. That's not keeping the faith. He said, I was religious. I didn't even know the Lord. But he says, the Bible says about, about Saul, he said, as he journeyed, he came near Damascus. Suddenly there shone about him a, a light from heaven. We, we saw this story a few weeks ago. He fell down to the earth. He heard his voice. And a bright light and saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And he said, say it with me, who art thou? And the Lord said, I'm Jesus whom you persecute. It's hard for you to kick against the pricks. It's hard to get for you to kick against these sharp sticks. And say this verse with me. This is where Paul got saved. See, that's the difference between religion and a relationship with Jesus Christ. To keep the faith means you must be saved. You must be a believer in Jesus Christ. Paul was a hater of Jesus Christ. He was not a follower of Jesus Christ. Saul was. It was this moment right here that changed his life. Say it with me. And he, trembling, say it now, and astonished, said, say it out loud, Lord, what will you have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the city. It shall be told you what you must do. Here's the question. Did Paul do what God told him to do? He got up. He couldn't see. He followed the Lord. He put his faith in the Lord, the one who had been hating on. Changed his life immediately by believing. So faith is not religion. Faith is believing in Jesus Christ. Say that out loud. Faith is not religion Faith is believing in Jesus Christ. One more time. Faith is not religion. Faith is believing in Jesus Christ. Have we got that? You want to be a winner? You want to be believable? Then don't think religion's going to cut it. That's not the same thing as faith. The world is looking for people who really believe. Who really believe. And that's who... I want us to be. So, number one, we're to keep the faith. Keep the faith. Paul said, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I've kept the faith. Keep the faith. Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live, say it with me, by the faith. Of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So we're to keep the faith. Keep your faith in Jesus Christ. Don't put your faith in me. I will let you down. Don't put your faith in Joel Olstein. Don't put your faith in T.D. Jakes. Don't put your faith in a certain denomination of a church. Are you hearing me today? Keep the faith. Keep the faith. How many ever let somebody down? You let somebody down before. Can I see some hands? I let them down. Let them down. And you don't think I will? He will never let you down. He will never let you go. Why not believe in Him with your whole heart? Why not follow Him with your whole life? Keep the faith. You want to be a winner? Keep the faith. The life you now live, you live your life for Jesus Christ. Keep the faith. Yes or no? Period. Keep the faith. That's what the faith is. 
The faith is I was christened when I was three weeks old or whatever. That's not the faith. The faith is not I was baptized. My name's on the roll. I, that's not the faith. The faith is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Keep it. Keep it. You'll be believable if you keep the faith. People are looking for somebody who keeps their faith. Keep it. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Say it with me. As it's written, say it out loud. The just shall live by... Jesus is our faith. Not naming and claiming and blabbing and thinking we're going to have something. Jesus is my faith. Jesus is my belief. Jesus is my hope. I have everlasting life because of Him. Not because of them. Him. Keep it. But without faith, it's impossible to please Him, to please God. For we must what? For he that comes to God must do what? Believe that He is. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is? You believe He's God's only Son? He died on the cross. We're fixing to have communion. They've, churches have turned communion into a ritual. Jesus is communion. That's His body. The bread represents Him. Not us, not the church. It's Him. Keep the faith. That's number one. That's the big point of the message. If you say, oh my gosh, He's going to go on to 3 o'clock. I'm not going to do it. This is everything. Come on, good. This is everything. This is everything. Keep the faith. Number two, how can I be a real winner, Clark? How can I be a real winner? Well, here you go. Fight a good fight. Say that with me. Fight a good what? Fight a what? Y'all are so pitiful. One more time. Do it. Fight a good... Fight a good fight. He said, I fought a good fight. How do I fight a good fight for Christ? Well, you keep your faith. But to keep that faith, you've got to fight. You've got to fight. You've got to fight. How do you do it? How do I fight? Why do people lose their faith? Why do people quit? Why do people turn and run, turn their back on God? Fight a good fight! Here's what Paul said. Godliness with contentment is great gain. We brought nothing into this world, and it's certain we're not taking anything out with us. Fight thinking this is what the world, the life of the Christian is all about. Stuff. It's not. Having food and raiment, let us be what? That's one thing this storm did for us, that we should be grateful. It made us be thankful again for water, for hot water. I'm serious. I mean, we weren't thankful. We weren't thankful. Not really. For a hot meal? Things we take for granted? Man, if the going gets tough, we're found out America, we fade quick. Amen? That shouldn't, be the, that shouldn't be believers in Christ. We need to be strong in the Lord. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. The love of money, it's the root of all evil. Paul says, while some covet after, they've erred from the faith. They pierce themselves through with many sorrows. He's going somewhere. But thou, O man of God, say it with me, flee 
these things. What does fight a good fight mean? It means this. Follow after righteousness. Godliness. Faith. Love. Patience. We're no different than the lost world. Somebody pushes our wrong button. Where's Jesus? He ain't in our life. He doesn't show up. Our impatience does. We need to fight a good fight. These people need to see somebody who's a winner. Y'all hear me? Am I losing you? Meekness. That means strength under control. Say verse 12 with me. Fight the good fight of faith. You better fight for your faith. Not fight others, fight yourself. That's what it means. I fought a good fight. I fought myself. I'm horrible. I screw up a lot. I say things I wish I hadn't. I have to fight to keep me in line. You hear me or not? But it's worth it. It's worth me keeping this fight going. I got to keep the faith, but I got to fight a good fight. This is what God wants out of my life. Fight a good fight. Paul wrote Ephesians. He says, finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, the wicked one. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Principalities, powers, against rules of this world. It's against spiritual wickedness in high places. Take it. How do you fight the good fight of faith? Say this verse with me. Wherefore, take unto you the what? The whole armor of God. That's how you fight a good fight. Am I losing you? Put on this whole armor that you can withstand in the evil day and having done all to do what? Stand. What is this armor? Stand therefore having your loins girt about with what? The church today is so full of lies. And some of you, it rubs you the wrong way when I say it. Because you came from one of them. And maybe you're still holding on to them. Guys, we need to be people of truth. Don't put, don't put religion or what some preacher that you really like somewhere. If it's not lining up with the Word of God, you need to fight against that. And fight against yourself. That you allow yourself to follow something that's not in the Bible. That's not true. Do you hear me or not? Fight by putting your, having your loins girt with truth. You know what that means? This is your loins right here, right in this area. Your gut. Some of you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When something ain't right, you can feel it in your what? You need to have God's truth and God's Word and your faith. You need it to be so solid down inside of your stomach. That I believe in Jesus. I'm going to follow Jesus. I'm not going to follow a lie. I'm just not going to do it. It's going to be God's word or nothing. This is how you fight this good fight. Have on the breastplate of righteousness. Do the right thing. Have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. I'm not ashamed that Jesus died on the cross, rose from the dead. That is my faith. That is my life. Live like that. Fight like that. Take the shield of faith. 
that you can quench the fiery darts of the wicked one coming at you. And then do this. Take the helmet of salvation. Pull that sucker down on your head so tight it ain't even funny. That I am saved. I believe in Christ. I am in Christ. I'm not going to hell. Get out of my house, Satan. Get out of my head. Get out of my room. I belong to the Lord. Nobody can pluck me from His hand. My helmet's on. You see it? Look. Fight! And take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And don't do this to other people. Take that sword and let it cut you. Let it change your life and show you the crap you're doing. And show you the wickedness of your own heart. Fight the good fight of faith. Y'all hear me or not? The world needs to see winners. It's not easy to be a winner, is it? I thought football practice was hard. It's tough. This is what they need. This is what I need. And then lastly, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication of the saints. Praying. So what does fighting a good fight look like? So how do I fight? Say it out loud with me. How do I fight? I fight with, come on, righteousness. With, come on, with, how do I fight? With, how do I fight with the, how do I fight with? Paul said, you want to be a winner? Keep the faith. You want to be a winner? Fight the good fight. Number three, you want to be a winner? Help me. Then focus on finishing. Focus on finishing. I can't tell you the number of people I've met that told me what they did yesterday. Told me about their past. I used to serve the Lord and when I did this and I did that, but you do nothing now. Winners don't win until they get across the line. You hear me or not say? Guys. We're not believable when we tell people stories of the past. They're living in the now. Our life should be in the now. You understand? Say, well, I've been there. Well, that's a nice little song, but anyway. But people need to see us as finishers. He who has begun a good work in me will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Finish your course. Yeah, but this happened. You didn't finish your course. Your course is not my course. My course has had a lot of crap in it. My course has had a lot of turns, a lot of curves, a lot of cliffs. So is yours. But your course is your course, and, and my course is my course. But if you're going to be a real winner, you've got to finish your course. I had a guy talking to me today. Lost his job. Because of the housing market. It's easy to ride a bubble of a housing market. But when the stuff hits the fan, as interest rates are going up. Now, we live in Florida. A lot of people don't live in Florida. They live in other places where people don't need a house up there. (laughs) They don't want one, okay? And so he lost his job as a title guy. Title work. And he wanted me to pray for him today. And I did. I prayed for him. But I didn't feel sorry for him. That's part of your course. <laughs> sorry you lost your job, but that's part of your course. What are you going to do? You're going to whine about it? You're going to get another job? Yes or no? Say, talk to me. And so that's how I talked to him. We're going to have life problems. Yes or no? Amen. 
I told him, I said, I ain't lost my job. That's not my course right now, but that's his course. Does that make any sense? Finish your course. Life is full of courses. It's going to happen. Finish your what? You want to be a real winner? Don't be a quitter. You want to be a real winner? Don't be a quitter. Don't quit on your faith. Stay steady. Focus on finishing. Don't focus on what? Fixing. A lot of times we can do that. We can get to fixing and fixing and fixing. And we do that so much we never get across the line. We're wore out. (laughs) You know what I mean? Focus on that finish line. Keep your eye on the goal. Run to win. A couple of scriptures. Know that they which uh, run in a race, they run how much? Help me. They run how much? Real runners run all the way to the end. If you ever meet a real runner in a race, he'll run all the way to the end. Even if it kills him. If he limps across the line. A real runner will run all the way to the end. Okay, they're not the kind that go, well, I ran in the marathon and you ran, what, a mile? Don't talk to me. Runners run all the way. Okay, run that you might what? Obtain. Every man that strives for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now, they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. Why shouldn't we run all the way to the end for the Lord? Because we're going to get an incorruptible crown. Run disciplined. Run disciplined. Paul says, I therefore so run not as uncertainly, so fight I not as one that beats the air, but I keep under my body. I bring it into subjection, lest by any means. When I preach to others, I myself would become a what? A castaway. I've fought that most of my life. Not being a castaway here in Inglewood, Florida. Remembering me as that guy that started that church at that high school. What kept me going? And not staying in that high school when this project took forever. I wanted to win. You hear me? It's not because I'm a great guy. I felt like quitting. But guys, people need to not look at my life as one that was, oh, he, you know, you know, he got he got it, the foundation in. That's about it. Who wants to be that? Yes or no? Amen. I don't want to be a guy that uh, had a hurricane and I just I just caved. I felt like it after the hurricane. I got really distraught, distressed. I was hurting. I was troubled. Got my own crap I'm dealing with. Then I got this crap. But after a little while, I got my feet under me. (laughs) Amen. I want to be a guy that goes across the finish line. You hear me? Didn't try to make this message about me, but I don't know how I cannot when I'm up here talking. So run all the way to the end. I want, and I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Jesus said unto him, say it with me, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is what? And you know what? I'm going to be ugly. You're not fit for lost people to follow if you quit running for Christ. You're just not fit. They need to see people that are believable. I know it's a tough message, but it's the home team today, right? Yes or no, amen. I want us to win our community to Christ. I want us to keep doing that. Uh, And honestly, if this is a little too strong for you, if you want a church where you can just participate, you can come here, but I'm not going to be thrilled with you. 
But don't worry about me. Worry about what he thinks. He wants you to give it your all. Say that. He wants you to do what? Is that too much to ask for the blood-bought saints of God for us to give it our all? Yes or no? Amen. Amen. I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. Wait a minute. And there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, is, is going to give me in that day. And not to me only, Paul says, but unto every one of y'all who love His appearing. You're running all the way to the end. You're running to see Him one day. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for His Word. We're done. i got to quit. Amen. Come on. Woo. Amen. I sort of felt like I was ugly, but that's the best messages. Come on, stand on up. Come on. Praise the Lord. You ought to have seen the earlier crowd. I was really wild on them. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. What it takes to finish, say it out loud. Say it out loud. Say it out loud. Keep the faith. Fight the good fight. And focus on. Amen. Come on. Be a winner. Be a winner. Why? The world deserves that. My drunk mama and her hell-raising son deserved some faithful people at a little church in Rockingham, North Carolina that said, we're not going to shut down. We're going to keep it open for the Clark family. And three weeks later, my mother never drank another drop. And I became a preacher from Rockingham. And I'm just one, just like you guys. There's a town full of folk. I saw a young boy today. He played on our football team. He's been coming the last several weeks. He looks up to me. He loves me. He looked at me today and he said, I haven't had an easy life, Pastor. And I said, I want to take you out to dinner. You and me. I said, I haven't had an easy life either. He said, but I love you, Pastor. I said, I love you, son. We want to finish. People like him matter. Amen? Say. You matter. You're here today. You matter. You matter that I'm not a crook. You matter that we don't take your money. You matter that we don't lie to you. You hear me? That you don't kiss my ring, kiss my foot, put me up here somewhere. I'm not up here. I'm way down here. You matter to be, to be able to talk to me. But you need to be that way for other people. You hear me? That's the message, right? Let's pray together. If you're here today, if you died, you don't know you'd go to heaven. Well, Jesus is the only way you can go to heaven. I do not care what some other church told you. They're not telling you the truth. Jesus died on the cross. He rose from the dead. You must put your faith in Him. You don't put your faith in a church or a pastor or yourself. You only put your faith in Jesus Christ, God's Son, who died on the cross for you. You must do that. You must do that to be saved. 
Can I lead you in a prayer where you'll do that? Would you humble yourself right now? Would you believe me? Would you believe me? Would you believe that I'm telling you the truth today? Would you do that? I want to be that guy that you can believe. I don't want anything from you. I want you to be saved. I want you to go to heaven. I want you to have your sins forgiven. I want you to go to bed tonight knowing when I, if, I, if I don't wake up tomorrow, I'm going to heaven. I want you to know that. Would you humble yourself now and receive Christ? The Bible says if you'll confess with your mouth Jesus and believe in your heart, down in your gut, that God raised Jesus from the dead, you'll be saved. Can I lead you in a prayer where you'll do that? Let's pray together. Lord, I know I am a sinner. I've done a whole lot wrong. And I'm asking you to forgive me. And Jesus, I want you to know that I believe in you. Would you tell him that? I don't understand it all. But I choose, down in my gut, to believe that you're God's only son. That you died on the cross, that you rose from the dead, and that you love me. I choose you over church. I choose you over myself. I choose you over anything else. I put my faith in you, Jesus Christ. Save me today. Save me today. In Jesus' name. With heads bowed, how many would raise hands and say, Pastor Gary, I said that prayer with you. I nailed it. Can I see your hand? I did that. I nailed that. Not ashamed. <laughs> Flat out. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for a great day. Help us as we have communion. Help us as we go out there on that courtyard and we look at those crosses. Help us remember that middle cross. That middle cross represents you. You're the one. Two thieves on either side. You're the one. You died for us. You died for the one on the left and the right. And so, Lord, we're going to honor you as we have communion.